Hey, welcome to today's episode of the iBuyer Experiment. What's hey. going on, guys? There's a What's lot going? going on in real estate, but it's Flag Day. Yeah, so, that's right. Dang you know, it. Oh, you give here's us a flag? flag for you and a flag for you. Our war flag, our military flag. So, All right. Happy I, Flag Day. I got day. my like beautiful. I got my I, Google notifications <laughs> yesterday on that today was Flag Day. I was gonna wear my like flag socks, my flag shirt until I forgot. I thought Flag Day was like <laughs> July Fourth. That's, that's Independence. That's Day. Independence Day. Oh, Jay. oh Isn't look, the same keep, thing? Keep, we're making like a little flag arrangement. I like it. Uh, we look like the the White House. It's official. So there is. It's it's. Uh, I don't want to say uncharted territory or times and whatnot, but however, it, it seems like a pretty knee jerk reaction that's going on out there a lot. What do you guys What do you guys think as far as the pulse of the real estate, the financial markets? I don't think it's knee-jerk. I think that you have a lot of very <clears throat> complex situations occurring. I mean, gas is how much? Mm. Like, What's the gas prices where you're at? Oh, my gosh. I saw a meme last Makes night. Makes my knee-jerk right now. <laughs> 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 I saw a meme last night that said it's official. Gas is cheaper than beer. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or, excuse me, it's official. Beer is it's cheaper, cheaper than, than gas. gas. I got Sorry, it the first time. But yeah. Pollock moment, but... Yeah, yeah, gas, food, uh, everything, interest rates, inflation, record inflation. Yeah, and that, that the inflation one is obviously what is hitting everything. But that's that's the tough one, right? And and the rates, the affordability factor with the prices where they are at. Mm-hmm. Interest rates speculated to go up another three quarters of a point tomorrow, seventy five basis points. That's uh, going to be massive. It's going to, you know, I know we were at a conference a couple weeks ago that said that uh, due to the rate rate hikes, over ten million homeowners have been pushed out. This is going to push out another probably 2 million. Mm-hmm. All the uh, the Bitcoin uh, millionaires are going away. They're all selling their houses, I guess. Okay, wait. <laughs> Who here still owns Bitcoin? Uh, <laughs> Keith and I both do. I don't own any Bitcoin. Not anymore. Cashed out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so a lot going on. How is this going to impact the real estate market? Well, I think that we're already starting to see a lot of uncertainty. We're seeing, I'm I'm seeing a lot of real estate agents posting about like what's happening, posting, asking if they're getting showings, if their open houses are being viewed. Um, and so agents are starting to kind of freak out a little bit. So let's put those fears to rest. And instead, let's look for ways that we can interpret what's going on and make good decisions for going forward. I agree. Yeah. There's still an opportunity. I right. I actually, I'm. I tend to th- to be more of an opportunist. I think that if you play this right, this is going to be an opportunity. I don't want to say of a lifetime, but it's going to be a massive opportunity if you play it right. Okay. Well, let's talk about it. Like, what's it going to look like? What do we think the the next few months are going to look like? Let's speculate. Definitely not selling houses in 72 hours. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no double, no double entendre there. Uh-huh. Sorry, that was uncalled for. No, no, no it's, it's true. It's the sign of the times. And I saw, I saw a partnership actually between 72 sold and Keller Williams was yep. released yesterday. And I guess Keller Williams agents will now have access to the 72 sold system and the marketing materials and the scripts. And I thought it's kind of maybe a little too late. But well, <laughs> no, it's never too late for scripts. <laughs> wow. The, I mean, the auction strategy, right? I mean, that's ultimately what obviously they're going to go after. I mean, and we'll see how that, how that happens. Um, we, you know, depending on how they decide to set the hook, if you're going to lead with the 15%, 20% under market value to try to draw people in, you know, set a reserve, et cetera, depending on how they, how they work it, 
you could get some influence or not influence. You can get some good foot traffic in the house, but we'll see what that price is. Right, right. So homes aren't going to sell as quick. I think we kind of all know that. And I think that <clears throat> it's a good thing for the home to sit a little bit, kind of marinate mm. on the market for a minute or two and allow more buyers access to it. And, you know, and when you're working with buyers, now you can show more inventory. And so There's a lot of agents out there that have never asked for a price reduction. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're newer, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, not even newer. I mean, how long have we been in this? I mean, a few years. A couple years. Yeah. So, yeah. so you I, mean, can, I guess that's, that is newer, but. It, the market um, has been on a nice incline, right? I mean, obviously, I it's, been a, like it's been on three, a crazy four years spike ago, the last was, 18 months. There, you didn't have to ask for price reduction no. three, four years yeah. ago. We asked for a couple I mean, of price reductions back in 2019. <laughs> I, really? Yeah. Which Maybe. one? Yeah. It, well, I, I don't, don't remember the properties. The Chrisman Heights one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that what you, yeah. But, just but it's been a few years yeah. since we've had to obtain price reductions on listings. So yes. that's that's going to, it's a whole new skill set that the realtor needs to now kind of embody. Yeah, they kind of have to, they kind of yeah. have to, you know, set the expectation of the, uh, at the listing um, that, hey, it's going to take a little bit more time than it did two years ago you know you see a lot of the, the social media ago. posts like hey sold in two hours sold in 72 <laughs> hours like whatever it's it's, it's not well like you could almost take a seller that was going to try to overprice it right because the prices were increasing so much that if it wasn't priced there this week it was going to be priced there next week and now it may could it could work the other way right like we need to look at a balanced market i mean i for one i know there's a lot of talks around you know a, a recension um you know or a rescission and you know pricing values, et cetera. Yet I still think that it's still general economics. Jay, you always say it best. I mean, it is going to be supply and demand. And uh, obviously the demand is going to be directly affected by uh, the consumer's ability to perform, which is obviously the interest rates, right? The demand of people still wanting to, to, to buy a house is going to still be there, but it's can they perform based on their income? Also, it also depends on prices too. I mean, they, yeah, of course. You know, the luxury homes might be a little bit less demand. Mm -hmm. no? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, what? Uh, it, it, there's more tr more cash transactions above a million than below a million. So I, I'm curious, you know, on that. A lot of times they're, they're not. I'm not saying they don't get affected in a downturn, but uh, sometimes they're they're slower they're slower to it because there's just yeah. more cash in there. Well, we think they're a little bit more insulated. Right. But I was reading though that the luxury market is showing the signs of, of more reductions. So mm. it's actually, and we don't have super recent data, right? Like we don't even, yeah. we don't have May data yet. We just feel it. So right. we, but yep. we can definitely feel, feel a little bit of the shift. Uh, the shift is a we gift guys, the shift, shift is a gift. <laughs> we don't shift feel is it, a gift. we see it. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. Through, yeah. Our, through Zudelia, we've gotten more properties on the market with price reductions in two weeks than the last 90 days combined. Right, so right. So what yeah. does that tell you? Right. Yep. That's pretty insane. It is insane. And I know we talked about that last podcast, but I think it's worth revisiting is that the the seller's attention span for listing that <laughs> home is really short. It is. And and we see that with Zudelio because we're getting we're getting sellers coming to us after they've already been on the market and they're looking for cash offer solutions. <clears throat> and so it's they want to press that eject button. Yeah, yeah. And that cash offer now. Well, what's wild is some of these properties are on the market for less than 10 days and they have a $10,000 price reduction. I'm like, Whoa, like you couldn't, you couldn't wait, wait a couple of weeks. I mean, 
what was it back in the day is like, Hey, every 30 days of hasn't sold, let's talk about a price reduction. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But I think that we're kind of, well, you know, and if you're following some of the news, uh, like Redfin just laid off 8% of their employees, mm. Compass just laid off 10% of their employees. I mean, real estate stocks are in the toilet, uh, open doors <laughs> trading in the fives, offer pads trading in the threes. I mean, offer pads market cap is only about 865 billion right now. Million. A million, right? Not billion. Yeah. Uh, they wish. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> good love day. Market cap was good. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. It would be yeah. Good days for Brian Bear. But, you know, so real estate is, is, is affected. It's being affected by the capital markets massively. Uh, but here's an interesting uh, point. I looked at Invitation Homes, and yeah. Invitation Homes stock is trading a little bit lower, but has not seen the type of decrease like the open door and the offer pad have. So, you know, if you're looking for a safe vehicle for investing in real estate technology, real estate stocks, um, check out Invitation Homes. It seems to be performing well. Well, and I mean, again, usually when interest rates go up, right, the demand for rents go up. Invitation Homes, the largest homeowner in America, well, second largest, um, you know, there are a lot of times these these SFR institutions, right, these massive hedge funds are, are happy when, when interest rates are up because affordability goes down, qualification ab- ability goes down, yet now all of those people that were going to buy a house become are, are now back to being tenants. That yeah, doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't sense, make sense. Guys, and actually, it, I don't think rents are going to go back up. How can they? How no, can no, rents no, no, no. I'm, sa- I'm the saying the affordability goes down and the rents are higher than your mortgage Rents are rates. still forecasted to go up 10% this year. Uh, the most recent stuff. Home I, prices I were seen. still for home prices yeah. are forecasted well, to go up this year. Well. Sure. I don't, the rents aren't going, they're not moving higher. There's no way they're, they're, they're moving lower. That's my guess. Hi, there's no my place forecast. for these people That's to my go. forecast. Elliot. <laughs> I, I, I like it, but, and, and we'll, and time will certainly tell, but these people, they have to have somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. And th- that's going to create, again, I'll, I'll use, I'll use your words general uh, supply and demand, general economics, right? So these people that were going to buy a house. But there's still affordability. I, and I yeah, agree. You, rents, I think, are gonna unaffordable. Have, you're gonna, yeah, uh, rents and, have been and, unaffordable for and so, two years. So what about the person that's that um, is on a fixed budget and they're like literally three, four hundred bucks, like kills them. Yep. And now they're paying three, four hundred bucks extra mo- uh, a month for gas. And they're not, are, are they going to drive or are they going to rent? You know, what, what's going to happen? They're going to have to they're rent, gonna, they're but start, they're going to have to buy a cheaper, they're going to have to find late, a cheaper rental. I, I, I bet you can, yeah, cheaper, cheaper rental, but if they're going up, then where's the cheaper rental? They're going to be in a duplex versus renting a house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound like a doom and gloomer, but yeah. I mean, that, that honestly could, could happen, right? Inflation is, is one of those things. It's, it's very real, right? The, a mm-hmm. lot of the, the forecasting of the, the that's what, that's what I think is causing this most recent freak out. <clears throat> I mean, I know that happened in the tail end of last week, right? Whereas the inflation reporting was ex- uh, was expected to be already on its way down due to the interest rate hikes, right? That's usually what they'll do is they'll raise the interest rates, slow down inflation, et cetera, and it has not happened. Well, it doesn't work. That doesn't work. It, would, it didn't certainly didn't work this yeah. time. <laughs> well, so there, it's, so it's the gas that's causing the inflation. It is the gas. Well, it's the fuel. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything everything is fuel. Fuel. Yep. Right. Manufacturing yep. everything. Yep. Travel. Everything has to do with fuel. Agriculture, Fru- fertilizer. Yep. yep. It is food everything. everything. Has to do with, yeah, exactly. Food. Hmm. Um, but I don't see rents going up much higher this year. Um, I think they'll stagnate. So here's why I don't I think, think rents are, aren't going to go higher. If not, maybe slightly dip. We can only go off of what the horse's mouth says. Somebody who's in it and lives it and breathes it every single day, which is one of our partners, 
we went well, on many a con- of our partners. We went, not any of them. Uh, many, but go ahead. Uh, we went under contract, <clears throat> and what? Within thirty days, they said that they forecasted that the the rents were going to change, so therefore they needed a price reduction. Mm. Yep. So and, that means that, that, means they're, that so they're, they're, forecasting they're forecasting that the rents, rents are going, going down. down because they need a price reduction. So yeah. let's actually so. dig into that because that's that's uh, what you just brought up. There is a really really good point. These are companies that are multi billion dollar institutions. They certainly have the wherewithal to spend the money on the forecasting. The well, it's not even the, forecasting. They they get to see it real right. live. I'm sure I'm sure they see lates coming in. They yep. see more lates coming in, mm-hmm. and they go, "Oh, what's what's going on? People are become, becoming That's late on their mortgage valid. or late on uh, late on their rents." And guess what happens? They they see that forecast. They see, "Oh, rents are going to come down a little bit because we're seeing a lot more late, so people aren't being able to afford that rent, so they're going to have to bring the rents down to, yep. to let to, to make it affordable because they don't want to they don't want to evict people. No, of course I mean, not. Especially it's expensive. If, you know, they 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 see gas going up six bucks a gallon when most people are used to paying three bucks and they're traveling 30, 40 miles away to, to go to work. I mean, yep. Especially uh, something's got to give. Yes. You also just saw another thing around the, the credit. I don't, I know we were talking about that prior mm, to uh-huh. this. What, w- what was that Jay? Um, I didn't read the whole thing, but it said that um, there was a drop in credit scores in May. So that means overall yeah, the people's FICO credit fell. scores are going down, which, which, means that they're not paying their bills that they're that they're they're late on some things and some price on credit cards yep true yeah yeah well it, or even they're maxing out the credit cards more right that or that yeah they're their debt their debt yeah, they have more debt yeah yeah is yeah. you the more debt you have the, the lower, lower your your, your, your yeah. fico is gonna go yeah well a lot going on a lot changing uh, will rents go up will they go down we will see time will tell it's the great revealer yes and um, home price is the same i mean you know, I think that here in the Phoenix Metro, we're definitely seeing more inventory on the market, and all of us can feel that. I mean, we surpassed the 10,000 active mark for the first time in forever. Um, yes, so, it's been a minute. Yeah, it has. I mean, over over two years, right? The blue Basses, we, so we're at like almost 12,000, right? Or yeah. 11, yeah. 11, 11, 4, something like that. Yep. yep. So. Well, typically right now too, you see pendings, you know, this time of year typically go up, right? Like when you're talking about selling seasons and cycles, et cetera. That's, a, that's another that's another interesting time that we're seeing things go go backwards. So I mean, obviously, we're to me. I mean, maybe it's just me, but I feel like we're super doom and gloom today. What what are some oh, positive no. things that I don't think I think you have to be you have to look at things objectively. Sure. And I think we're just kind of looking at the landscape and being very like objective about it, right? It's not doom and gloom. Yeah. yeah. Just, okay. Just, fair. There's so still I mean, a ton of opportunity for real estate agents, especially if you're a member of Zudelio. Yeah, I, I look saying, at what does that look like? I look like I look at our Cash Plus offer, and I think it's one of the best offers because it gives the seller the upside of the open market. So if a seller is looking for that easy exit, they want to take the cash offer. They want to like hit the eject button, as Elliot always says. They can do that, <laughs> and it's kind of like a fee-based iBuyer. So they're not losing out on any margin if they think the offer is too low. Uh, the open market will determine what that offer will be ultimately and the seller only has to pay a fee for the convenience and the certainty of the sale so i think our cash plus offer is is fantastic and we're seeing that getting accepted um you know more and more over the past few weeks right so our acceptance rate has kind of increased on that so i think that's really cool and then i think that if you're out there and you're you know if you're in real estate and you really the past few years have been 
um, I don't want to say easy because I know that there have been a lot of challenges in the market, especially when working with buyers, right? So I don't want to say it's been easy by any stretch of the imagination. But what I will say is that the real estate agent of tomorrow is going to need a new skill set. And that skill set is going to be um, really consistently working their business like a business. And that's going to look like a variety of things. And one of the ways that that can look like in your business is if you're out there and you're actively marketing that that you have the, the ability to you know, turn buyers offers into cash so they Huge. can be competitive. We've been talking a lot about that because I know that before, if you turned your buyer's offer into cash, they were more likely to win in a bidding war. Well, maybe we're going to see less multiple offer situations. And so maybe does that value proposition like still kind of ring true? And we found uh, some really interesting yes. data on this. So the University of California, San Diego, uh, went back for the past 40 years and they analyzed all home sales that were finance and all home sales that were cash buyers. And what they discovered was that on average, a cash buyer received a 12% discount that's on the sales substantial. price. That's 40, right? 40 years of data, that's, that's insane, right. 12%. Right. And so if you're out there in the marketplace, like use some of these tools to your advantage, help your clients, give your clients a leg up. It's going to maybe help them get a better price, maybe help them negotiate closing costs, maybe help them buy down their points. Yep. Um, exactly. So, yeah, there's you a lot of cool strategies that. Yep. that you can be implementing in your marketplace by actively and continually marketing these uh, unique value propositions. So that that's my vote is you've got to really run your business like a business and you got to market what you're able to do to help people. Yeah. I'm a big believer now in these in these unknown times or turbulent times, however you want to put it, is the time that the pros shine, right? Like that's you know again, I always am happy in these types of things because you know everybody that's you know when when the deals can kind of fall in your lap or anybody you know, right? You can go get it. I mean, I realize the market has been so competitive the last you know 24 months, give or take. It was hard to get a deal accepted from the buy side, right? And you had to have some of these. Well, now it's going to shift in a different direction where that practitioner is going to really need that advisor. And I think that, uh, or excuse me, that practitioner is going to really become that advisor. Right. I, yeah, I followed. And so that's that's going to be a really important time. And I, I loved everything that you, that you spoke to there because I think uh, th- that to me is going to be the game changer, right? Is the pros are, are going to keep, uh, cream's going to rise. I think something needs to change, guys, with the FHA. Right. The 90 day rule. Yes. Yes. I've talked about this. Yeah. Yes. If, if you guys know anybody from FHA mm-hmm. or any politician out there that um, has a direct connect with FHA, reach out to us because we this this, uh, you know, obviously, what you do know, we want to change know the, with that? You know, the, what cash, you, what the, you, yeah. the 90 day rule where you can't flip it, you know, so like they can't use the cash offer. Right. If you're the, FHA, the, right. The cash wins or the. <laughs> Um, what's the cash is king, cash, cash is first. king, uh, become a cash buyer, the accept, they can't use it. They, they can't, FHA buyers cannot use that. Um, and it's, and that rule was created to, um, protect FHA buyers from flippers that were, you know, flipping, putting lipstick on, on a property and quickly flipping it back to, to an FHA buyer and then paying way more than what they bought right. it for. Um, but what it's, what it's causing is causing them not to be able to use these products to become a cash buyer, mm-hmm. um, where they just flip it into a mortgage. They're not really doing anything to the house. They're just, um, the lenders taking it down for them and then flipping it into an FHA loan where FHA, FHA buyers cannot do that right now. And I think it's unfair. I think it's it unfair. unfair. It's, yeah. It's crap. Yep. Needs definitely needs revisions. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, don't, I think that, um, we need an exception to the rule. We need an exception to the rule, especially for this type of thing. If if there's nothing done to the property, I think they, mm-hmm. they should be able to flip it and 
um, and, and get away from that, that 90 day rule. Um, so if you guys know anybody from FHA, give us, hit us up, yeah. hit up Kayla. She's really passionate about this and wants to, I am. Wants I, to I talk it. about it all the time. I should take more action. On it. I've reached out to a few people. I've reached out to some contacts I had at like Fannie Mae thinking that maybe they could like connect me. Um, but yeah, definitely. If you have a contact that would be useful, maybe I should just like write our senators and our yeah. Let's, let's go down. Let's go down there know. with our flags. And go. <laughs> it's flag, flag day. day. <laughs> no, they're gonna think we're like stop the steal. Stop. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, that's funny. Uh, All right, cool. But well, yeah, definitely, it's definitely not gloom and doom and gloom. It's just changing. Yeah, yeah, it's changing, and it's changing quick. I mean, maybe it's just me. I just, just felt how like when we, we were had so the appreciation when it was like three three yeah. percent a month, it was like crazy, right? I mean, we're and we're trying to look at it. Three percent, you know, it's just yeah. boom, 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 boom. So and, true. Um, you know, we just have to be very careful and watch watch the market really quick because it, it it can move quick. Advise your clients, know what's out there. And take advantage of these, you know, uh, tech opportunities that are, that are there, right? Like that's my that's my little piece of advice in, in close out here. Love it. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next one. Yep. Peace. Deuces. Later.